Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Game Master Tips Number 10 The Armor versus Arms Race. Hey, what's up, everybody? This episode of Game Master Tips is all about the armor versus arms race. And let me explain what that is just in case you're not familiar. Um, in cyberpunk, it can definitely happen. Uh, it's kind of common, especially in cyberpunk 2020. Um, let me first say that in cyberpunk red, there's certain things within the rules and the way that like layering armor works and not being able to layer skin weave with armor and the limitations with the actual SP and the amount of damage weapons do and, um, the ability to source all these sort of things to buy and stuff. So red has things in, in place that kind of helps avoid the armor versus arms race, but it can still kind of happen. Um, and in 2020, it definitely can happen uh, when players start layering armor, getting more and more weapons, and just becoming so strong and so beefy and so immune to most bullets and can deal so much damage that... It just becomes this race between the GM and the players where it's just like more arms, more armor, more armor, more arms. And before you know it, like it's, it just gets out of hand and it just becomes the armor versus arms race. So that's why I made this episode was to give some tips on exactly how to deal with that. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, first off, uh, and this is a classic, it's called mirror, uh, mirroring your players ultimately. And this tip is directly from Mike Pondsmith, the creator of Cyberpunk. If you look in the module, the source book or whatever, um, listen up Primitive Screwheads, and I, I recommend everybody read this. It doesn't matter if you're into Cyberpunk Dungeons & Dragons or whatever type of role-playing game. That book has some great tips all around, just all about role-playing and being a good uh, game master or dungeon master. But um, but one of the first, you know, biggest tips, I guess, that Mike gives when it comes to the armor versus arms race and things getting out of hand is mirror. And that using that technique is basically whatever the players are, are throwing at you, you throw back at them. So like if they're accumulating lots of exotic weapons and lots of armor, well, maybe all the booster gangs and corporation guards and people they're fighting and their nemesis and all these enemies have those same exotic weapons and amount of armor and, and such. So it's you're basically mirroring everything that the players are doing to, you know, make the battlefield more level and more balanced. So it's not just them kicking everyone's ass all the time. Um, so yeah, second way to kind of deal with the armor versus arms race is take it away. Don't forget you're the game master. You can do whatever you want. You can take it away. So by that, I mean, um, you know, the, the number one way is steal it. So like if they're accumulating way too many weapons and armor and they're just getting just, you know, too out of hand, maybe a gang or a thief or somebody steals some of their weapons or their armor, or maybe, you know, if they're partying, someone slips them a Mickey or like they're into drug use, maybe they failed a, a resistance to drug roll or something. And, you know, they blacked out and they don't remember you know, what happened last night or something, and they can't seem to find their stash or of weapons or somebody found out the, the combo to their safe where they keep all their stuff and it's gone or 
something along those lines. So you can always take it away. You can always have police uh, find out that they have illegal uh, cybernetics and, and weapons and maybe too much armor for their own good attached to too many uh, un, unsolved cases or something. Just be creative. But no matter what, you can always take it away. So that's always an option. Um, the next thing is it kind of goes with take it away, and it's basically a crit injury, a critical injury. And in red, they are brutal. Um, I know in 2020, you know, it, it can be. And also there's a lot of homebrew things that I've seen that are brutal as well. But just remember as a GM, if you have to, um, kind of push those critical injuries towards maybe some of the, the players that are advancing a little too fast and enforcing that armor versus arms race you know maybe um you know one of those grenades that that gets a really great roll ended up taking off one of those limbs or ended up you know destroying some of the weapons or or uh you know a sniper shoots shoots them from a distance and it, and it just takes off a limb or something or uh you know uh some of their stash you know so you can think of ways just to basically make the critical injury level them down a little and that works very well with like cybernetic weapons and stuff it can also kind of come into play like if they're holding a weapon maybe that gets hit and that gets destroyed but you can always look towards injuries and like damage to kind of help you level that out a little um and and like i said that kind of falls within the whole take it away category um the next thing is avoid it and I love, I love this. And this is kind of built into the way red is because red is all, you know, post uh, fourth corporate war, uh, you know, post apocalyptic sort of feel. It's post nuclear fallout. It's just getting back. Transportation is kind of fucked. Communication is messed up. So um, it's just harder to source things, you know, so you can kind of avoid them getting so many weapons and so much armor and so many cybernetic things and, and whatever, but just avoiding it. Maybe they, maybe they can't afford it. Because what is available is really expensive because you, you can't find it. You know, it's few and far in between. So you can kind of use either can't find it or can't afford it to help uh, have the players avoid uh, this problem altogether. Um, but, you know, it doesn't always work out that way because even if they can't afford it or they can't find it, you might slip up and maybe they are defeating enemies and taking the weapons off of enemies and they're just accumulating too much or you, you messed up. You dropped an exotic weapon or something too powerful into, the, into play and you didn't think that they were going to destroy that enemy and take it or find it, and they did. So that's where, you know, some of these things maybe, uh, you know, other things might come into play because now you, you can't say that they can't afford it or can't find it. That you've, you've, they've already got it, you know. Um, but anyways, avoiding it's a great way to start it off. So like if they're trying to buy things or find it, you can kind of, you know, make those prices a little out of reach. You know, they got to do some more gigs to earn to get to that level to find those things or what, <clears throat> or whatever. Or they can't find it, you know. They're looking around and maybe it's not at the night markets they're going to. The fixers they know just don't have the connections to get them those weapons or things they need. So, again, avoid it. It's a great way to kind of avoid the problem rather than have to fix it. Um, okay, next thing is limitations. Don't forget that the city in it, it itself has limitations, whether certain clubs, and I, I put clubs and police as like the top reference, um, but by all means, there's way more than that. You know, think of like not just clubs, but restaurants and office buildings and certain districts and zones of the city. You just can't walk in there with all your weapons and all your armor because it's just not allowed. Front desk security will not let you in the building, you know, and before you know it, Police are going to fuck with you if you're starting to press into those parts of town. So you can kind of put limitations within the game, within the cities that you're playing in, and that'll kind of, I don't know, force the players to back off a little on all the armor, all the weapons, and it'll kind of, I don't know, slow down that, that whole armor versus arms race. So don't forget to put limitations within the city and just give it 
I don't know, a little more um, uh, diversity within the city. It's not just go everywhere with all your weapons and armor all the time. You know what I mean? So limitations, it's important. Um, one of the, the almost last things um, that'll help you uh, with the armor versus arms race is make something up. And this is, you know, kind of a last resort. I always think it's better to, to play, play it out, use your limitations, find a creative way to take it away. Or, you know, like I said, they can't afford it or find it. And then it becomes its own, you know, campaign or a few sessions where they've got to source this, these things. Um, those to me are much, much better. It involves more role playing and more just, you know, uh, um, it, it organically happening with you just kind of dropping in these little, you know, limitations or rules or things. Um, but the last thing is, you know, make something up. It's not as, it's not my favorite thing, but you can do it. Let's say they're getting too many cybernetics and too many weapons and too much armor and stuff. Well, maybe their body is rejecting some of those cybernetics, you know? And that also helps with, uh, uh, you know, cyber psychosis. I did, uh, an episode of Game Master Tips on how to deal with psychos with cyber psychosis. And check that out because that'll help you if, you know, the players, it's not just weapons and armor that they're beefing up in that race, but they're getting so much, so many cybernetics. But this can kind of help with that. Um, make something up, like their body's rejecting some of those cybernetics or they're allergic to some of the compounds and chemicals used in those types of grenades or that type of exotic weapon. You know what I mean? Make it difficult for them to, to even mess with that, that shit, you know? Um, or it doesn't work. Um, that's a great thing too is like, you know, if maybe they get some exotic weapons or they get too much stuff and after a couple sessions, you realize like, man, I, I, shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have let them get that far. Like now they're, they're almost indestructible and they've got too much shit like maybe that that thing that they have stops working and they can't fix it and it's old tech or it's like a unique tech or something and it just can't be fixed and then they've got to source certain things to get that working and that takes a long time and it's tangent side uh, campaigns or something but that's what i mean by that just make something up be creative and just you know drop a dead end or a rejection or it doesn't work or a definitive sort of way that that it stops that armor versus arms race and because it's so definitive and just kind of dropped in is the reason it's not my favorite option but it is an option and it is a great last resort um and then the ultimate last thing and you know maybe it's the first thing for you it depends on how you play if you want to play into the armor versus arms race and try to work it down organically and with these tips and in-game play I encourage that more because it's more natural and organic and the players will feel like it's really happening in that world they're in and they're adjusting how they live in it to, you know, work properly and make it functional. Like they can't get to certain parts of town with all their shit and like, you know, all these things are happening and they can't source it. Like, I think that's better, but don't forget communication. I listed that as kind of the last, you know, thing I say, it's the last, last resort, but like I said, some people might drop, you know, do that first. They might would rather just nip it in the bud and they don't want to try to, you know, play their way back to balance, you know, making the game more balanced. And they would rather not deal with that. They just want to play, you know, normal and balanced and they don't want to have to, I don't know, manipulate things to get the player to get back to where it should be. Maybe they just want to communicate right away. So whether it's a last last resort or it's a first thing, don't forget communication. You can easily talk to your players, and maybe it's just one player that's doing this, you know, getting out of hand and constantly getting all the weapons, all the armor, stealing everything, just they're, you know, just all about that, and the rest of the team isn't. If that's the case, maybe talk to that player separate. Maybe have a little side conversation after the game, just you and them, where you can talk about it. Or if it's the whole team, talk to the whole team about it and be like, hey, I'm kind of getting this feeling that we're on this sort of armor versus arms race here, man. Like you're always 
getting all the weapons, all the armor, all the stuff. I mean, you're you're just you're stacking it on. You're making it very difficult. I'm dropping all these things. I've tried to steal it. I'm making you avoid it. I'm dropping in limitations, and you're you're still like just go go go. You don't give a shit about those things. You're making it very difficult. Can we slow that down a little bit and maybe just communicate? And I'm sure the players, oh, I didn't even realize I'm just excited and I'm just, that's, you know, how I'm going. Yeah, you're right. Like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Let me back off a little. And, you know, maybe they'll work with you and and get it back to being more balanced and being, um, you know, the way that you want it to be. Or don't forget, maybe that's the way the players want to be, in which case now you know, and then you can play into that and it's not an issue. Maybe they're like, hey, I, uh, yeah, we know, we know, and that's how we we want to play. We want to play hard and fast and aggressive, and like all the weapons, all the armor, all the fighting, all the time. Like, you know, we like role playing, and that's cool, and like you know, conversations and stuff, and like tricky intrigue and mystery. But we are really all about that murder hobo shit, and we just want to have like campaigns where it's just balls to the wall, crazy. In which case, then you know, and then you're like, okay, well hell, I'm not going to try to take it away and avoid it and do all these things. Like, let me just lean into that shit and, like, just give them more intense action campaigns and just go with it and make them just crazy heroes. And maybe that's what they want, and that's the, the style of game that, that you want to play with them at that point. But you're never going to know that if you don't communicate and talk to the players about it, and that's why that, that tip is there. So don't forget about communication. So there you go. I think uh, I, I dropped you know more than a handful of ways to help you deal with the armor versus arms race. I hope it was helpful. Um, if it was and you got anything out of this, please give the video a like, give it a share, subscribe to the Cyberpunk Uncensored channel on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, join the Discord and all that good stuff. Um, check out cyberpunkuncensored.com. We've got everything there, all the links to live streams and uh, sponsored discounts and all kinds of cool stuff, a community blog. Um, yeah, just show support and join us. We'd love to see you. So anyways, yeah, thanks for joining me. Uh, take care.